to We Talk Facts with nine-year NBA veteran and Nebraska basketball Hall of Famer Eric Strickland to Nebraska football champion Johnson. Talk and taking names in sports and day-to-day living. Sit back, relax, and join the show with nine-year NBA vet and Nebraska basketball Hall of Famer Eric Strickland. And two-time Nebraska football national champion, Cluster Johnson. Yay, yay, yay. We in the building. If you have not tuned in, you will tune in because it's WTF. Shut your mouth. We talk facts. Cluster Johnson and E. Strick in the building. First show of WTF. Thank you for joining in. We appreciate those who have tapped in on the day. Sebo, Cluster Johnson, the ball head nut is what I call you because you're my guy. What's going on today, man? I just want to say I'm very happy to be here. I'm glad that finally, synergistically, we've decided to go ahead and put it together. But I want to give a disclaimer. Okay. The views expressed here <laughs> are not of 93.7, the ticket. This is Eastrick, Cluster Johnson. Uncut. From our heart, from our passion, yeah. from our desire. We're just going to let it go. We're going to let it flow. Let it go and let it flow. Uh, a lot of stuff to d- discuss tonight, but but tonight's show is going to be a lot about us. You know, just really, we want you to know who we are, where we came from, what our background is, how we got to where we got to, what, what, what we've done over the years. We started out together as a one-two connection. Those who know, they know. Bellevue West is where it all began for us. Actually, before that, uh, when, when, when Cluster was at Logan uh, Junior High, and I happened to be at Mission Junior High, but we're both Bellevue boys, and we got there by way of military families and uh that's a little bit about us but i want to know a little bit about you tell us how you got to nebraska ultimately as as a young man coming from memphis tennessee found your way here to nebraska and and i'm glad i got to know you and everybody that gets to know you finds out a little bit more about my guy sebo well as a young knucklehead yeah out of the mean streets of memphis tennessee I came from a very strict background. I had a grandmother who had a mean thumb. When the lights came on outside of the neighborhood, you better have your butt in the house. Okay, same. That's how I was raised. But by no means did I ever could predict myself ever meet uh, landing here in the state of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I had a military family. And a lot of people don't know that my mother passed away when I was young at five Mm. years old. I have two older brothers. Shout out to Daryl and Silvo, my two older brothers. Mother passed away. Luckily, I had a family that who cared about me. Didn't want to see some orphan brothers, you know, Mm -hmm. orphan sons. It happens. It's Uh, real out there. So grandma took us in. And the cool thing about how I was raised, I was sent every summer. I'd give my grandmother a break or she'd give herself a break. <laughs> she needed a break. <laughs> she, she needed a break. Let's be real about it, Tebow. You, you, you wasn't easy. Yeah, she would ship my tail off all across the country to all of her different. Um, you know, she had eight kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I had about six or seven different places to visit. 
So one of my landing spots just happened to be Nebraska. Yeah. Knew nothing. I didn't even know Nebraska existed. Mm. But as I came up here and had an opportunity to get to know the lay of the land, I said, you know what? This this is a great place. Yeah. And what was great about it is coming from a hood where there was lots of crime and drugs. Um, what people don't know is people who live in those areas don't really want to be in those areas. Mm, 90, that's real. That's deep. 95% mm -hmm. of the people in those areas don't want to be there. Yeah. But for one reason or another, they just don't know how to get out. Yeah. Let's pause right there because that that's, that's a good subject, subject matter right there. Because here's, here's the thing, class. Um, when, when you talk about, individuals being in situations and circumstances that sometimes are beyond their control, right? Um, this is where sometimes the culture, the gang culture evolves, right? Is because a lot of people are stuck on a block or stuck on, you know, a, a, a city or an area of a city and they don't know what they don't know outside of it. Right. And it's not because they don't want to know. It's just their products sometimes become of their environment. Absolutely. And and that's that's the thing that's that's um, when when I began to look at, you know, individuals, I, I would say I'm I'm very blessed, too, man, because you know, I had a I had a father and that's the blessing in itself, because there are a lot of young men that just didn't have another way. Yeah. We, we were blessed that you had another way. You right. had a family that collectively correct came together, loved on you and helped and wanted to see a better view of you. I, and, and sometimes I, I think in my life class, I've looked at my mother, Elaine Strickland, and I've had times where I, I kind of maybe looked at her situation as a young mother, my parents divorced when I was six and maybe put a little fault on her. Like, you know, every son wants to be with mom, you know, type of deal. And then all of a sudden, you know, my dad comes. But now as I gotten older, I understood mm -hmm. that it was for my good. It was for the betterment of me. Mm -hmm. I'm down there in Alabama. I'm, I'm out there knocking kids out and fighting in school and getting in trouble and and doing all kinds of wild things that probably a young kid would do. And, and, and then my father was able to step in and fill the void. And so shout out to the mom, shout out to the single mom, shout out to the fathers. But I was I was grateful. Shout I was out grateful. to Matt Strickland. Matt Strickland, man. You, I you know, know Matt Strickland. You, you know. See, you're going in the area where I wanted to I wanted to ask you about some Talk things. Talk to me. Because we started off on class, but as I got to Bellevue, I heard about this young man who is extraordinarily out of this world. And, um, you know, as a, as a youngster, we all have our little competitiveness we have going on. But I heard about this young man who just didn't fit the mold. Mm. But before we go there, I need you to tell me about your travels in the military mm -hmm. and how that childhood, how that background influenced you. Yeah. I remember stories about Napoleon Kaufman. A yeah, lot of people don't know yeah. about Napoleon Kaufman. Yeah, look him up. <laughs> old, uh, old running back for the Raiders. Very yeah. went to out of Lompo, California. Went to Washington. Lompo, went to Washington. Yeah. Great running back. Played in the NFL for a little while. Was childhood friend of yours. So you were exposed at an early age 
around some greatness. Yeah. So I want to know, when did you know? When did you know that, man, I, I'm, I might be pretty good at the things that I'm doing. When did yeah. you know that? When did it hit you? <clears throat> so <clears throat> when I was, when I was young, I was always a big kid. So, um, I would win a lot of, you know, you know, back in the day, we used to have those field days, you know, you, if you were, if you're an old head, we used to have those field days, right? Absolutely. And, uh, so we would go class and, and have those field days and I would win. I would like win all of them. I mean, it was always the blue ribbon for me. It was never the, the little pink one or the red one, <laughs> you know, see, and that's another thing about, about today, right? I, I we can get into this in a sec, but the, the participation trophies these days, I, I don't know nothing about that. That stuff was oblivious to me. I don't even think we should be doing that. I, I think look, that teaches so many different lessons about life because you're not always going to win. And I learned that early. So when my mom sent me to my dad's, I, I, I was in Great Falls, Montana. In Great Falls, Montana, um, you know, I would get I would get bullied. You know what I mean? I I, I was uh well they tried to bully me, but you know, I had to stand my ground. You I know what I mean? Know I'm about Great about, Falls, yeah, Montana. Man. Listen, listen, Great ladies Falls, and gentlemen, I, I'm learning new things tonight too. I did not know that East Street <laughs> used to live in Montana. Didn't Great know Falls, that. Man. Great Keep Falls, man. Great Falls, Montana. Um, <clears throat> walking through the snow. So, you know, pe people, uh, Harrison's in the building too. Shout out, Harrison. Bang, bang, boogie. What's up, Harrison? <laughs> Doing good, man. This My is awesome. Man. I Be like glad. the weeknight's show. We yes. got a lot of good stuff coming Yes, in here. love it. Um, one of the things I would say is <clears throat> um, when people talk about walking through the snow, I had to walk through the snow. Like there was never a day where school was not going on. So walking through the snow with 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 up to your waist and all of that. Yes, sir. I had to do that, man. Full fully bodied up. But then um, we ended up moving to California. And when I got to California class, it was um, that was where a lot was was born. Then you know I played like uh, on Bantam League football. I shouldn't have been. I was just, I was way too good and I was way too big. So literally we dominated, won the Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, you have Bantam, you have junior one, you have junior two, and then you have seniors, right? We won the championship and they were like, there's no way this kid can play junior one. I, just, I skipped junior one and played with the big boys that were older than me, right? And uh, did very well, did very well laying woo. You know, you, you people don't know. They don't know the about woo. the woo. They don't. Land woo. We'll and, explain the woo later. Yeah, we'll get to the woo. And um, um, ended up getting to the senior level, and that's kind of where I knew, talented wise in football, it, it was my best sport. But then, I, as I played basketball as a fourth and fifth grader, fourth grade, I was the MVP of the league. So the fourth and fifth grade, I was the MVP of the league. My dad, and this is where my this is where Matthew Strickland, my dad, was just so great because he would always look beyond the the part and try to challenge me, mm. take me to another challenge. So he's like, no, listen, he went and talked to the people. He said, My son, if he plays in this league, in this next league, it it, it it'll be too easy. He moved me to the the, the level above the sixth and seventh grade league. Side note, a lot of people don't know that Matt Strickland. Eric Strickland didn't get bigger than Matt Strickland to about his junior, junior year. senior year in high yeah, school. Because yeah. Matt Strickland, 
was thick. Yeah, Matt Matt Strickland was definitely a strong, a, a big big cock diesel. Yes, sir. <laughs> big, big anyway, dude. didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, just, I had to no, give no. you that side note because as a as a young man, sometimes you need that look. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah. that power, that look, got your attention. Yeah. Uh, got your respect. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little bit different dealing with mom than dealing with dad. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And the, the issue with that too, is you being a father to sons who are now playing at the next levels above, which will, as we get back to you, I know you'll share, but my dad was one of those dads and shout out to all y'all dads out here that are, that have a similar, you know, mental about handling this. business. My dad, yes. I felt was more stringent on me than than anyone else. Like I felt like I was doing competing, going after fighting hard for the position or to for the win as anybody else. But it was like the others he wasn't challenging in the same way that he would challenge me. Uh I get hit upside the head and I'm like, "Dang, I thought I did the right thing." It was like extra challenge on me. And so when 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 my dad moved me up to that second league, man, and I was the MVP of that league as a fifth grader, that's when I knew. That's when I knew it was real. I like it. Yeah. I had a totally different experience than you, my friend. Something Break it down. You, something that you didn't know. Talk to me. So as I moved to Memphis, Tennessee with my brothers, we had kind of a Valley Girl accent. You know, mm. we had a very L.A. California accent going to the south, mm. very proper speaking, mm -hmm. and we're around the y'alls and the fitting to the frigidaires and the mains. <laughs> Dang, hey, what's up, mine? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if y'all know Memphis, y'all know Maine. Yeah. So anyway, well, if you watch the movie, yeah, uh, Hustle and Flow, Hustle and Flow. If you watch the movie Hustle and Flow, you would you would know about the Maine because uh, Terrence Howard was yeah. was. Definitely Memphis. Yeah, it'll give you a snippet yeah. of the life of Memphis. But anyway, same as you. You know, when you when you implant it into a new world, because a lot of people don't even realize as African Americans, as blacks, there could be a class system there. There could be a differentiate differentiating systems there. Mm -hmm. You know, you got suburban, mm -hmm. you got middle class, mm -hmm. you got poor. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my grandmother was probably more on the poor. Mm -hmm. You know, um, mm -hmm. we did not, but I didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know. Nobody knew. I knew I had a roof over my head, had food in my stomach, and I had clothes. And my brothers were just old enough where they couldn't pass me down. So I had my own shoes, <laughs> socks, yeah, and all that. But yeah. anyway, my influence was more peer related mm. because I didn't have that father, father figure. I didn't mm -hmm. have a father figure. And my grandmother wasn't into sports. Yeah. So when I'm out in the neighborhood, I'm just watching what everybody else is doing and I'm jumping in and trying to learn. Everybody know uh, the game pick up and run. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, There's we we called it something else. <laughs> we, we we probably couldn't say. We, what we won't call it. it that name, but we call it also pick up and run. Yeah, yeah. That's how I got good at football. Mm -hmm. Pick up and run, shaking and baking, and you had to, otherwise you get smeared. You get smeared. Yeah, yeah. So and those are the days when you didn't go inside. Like no. if you didn't, if uh, kids today, 
kids today, <laughs> they're inside on PlayStations and they don't leave the house. And we 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 literally was outside until the lights came on. And, we, and look, don't come in here asking for no water. Go to the faucet. Yeah, that, that's the type of stuff we was on. You had to hit the faucet. Yeah. And uh, we was drinking and, and, and sweating. And and we I mean, look. You know, people talk about baseball because I, I actually was really good at baseball. But the spawn of my baseball stuff started in 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 the uh, like the circle because yeah. we had circles. Yeah. So we would get outside and play circles. And listen, we played with a with a tennis ball or a little racquetball, and we played with a stick. So we didn't even have bats. So think about trying to hit a a little tennis ball with a little stick. <laughs> How good you had to really be to do that and yeah. so those are some of the things and the lessons you, you learn in the street one one background thing class that that most people don't know is is here's here's how life kind of kind of works its way out throughout your your career and as you get older you begin to reflect and you can look back at it because as i when i was growing up in the south living at my grandmother's house my grandmother had a nice just a small three-bedroom house it was green had a fence around it Probably about an acre or two. We had pecan trees, palm, uh, pear trees, apple trees. We had all this stuff in our backyard, right? You look out over the uh, uh, or outside of the fence, right next door, projects. So, so the project kids looked at me as if you was rich. I was rich. <laughs> they looked at me like I was doing something. I'm like, wait a second. So, guess what? I always got tested. Yes. I, I had to fight. I had to scrap. We had a thing called bust the calves. You had, you had to learn how to bust the calves. Because you lived in the house. I lived in the house. That's right. And so so, rich. so when I look at my life and look at look at the, 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 the growth and the projection of my life, my life has always been that. It has been, it looks like I'm outside because being a, the son of a military officer, mm -hmm. You're in the, kind of that middle class road, but you ain't really, really like living, living yeah. like that, you know, but until now, you know, he becomes a lieutenant colonel. But then everybody in the hood is looking at you like you just a suburb. That's right. You soft. Yeah, you soft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I soft. always had to deal with that. Well, I didn't have to deal with that, my friend, <laughs> <laughs> because my confidence honestly did not grow until I made it to Nebraska. Wow. Yes. Wow. Because I was in the hood playing with older kids. Mm -hmm. And these were guys that I looked up to. Yeah. I mean, from a young age all the way up, just all the guys were older than me, yeah. bigger, stronger. Yeah. And I finally get up to Nebraska and start to play against, you know, kids my own age. And I'm now I'm starting to mature and get bigger. And I'm like, mentally, I'm going, y'all soft. Mm. Because Let's just, pause on that because we got to take a quick break. We're going to come back and finish that we'll story. We'll be right back. I got lots right here, WTF. We're right here. We're we here. We're in the building. Just learning a little bit come about who we are. And then we'll get into some other topic matter as we get through today Amen. as well as next week. But you're on. WTF, we talk facts. We'll be right back.